Welcome to Small But Mighty, a podcast for small business owners. I'm your host and fellow entrepreneur, Kalina Stormer. Through my day-to-day experience of entrepreneurship, I've become obsessed with helping others grow their small businesses through marketing and mindset. I believe that by simply starting with small steps and shifts, we can create huge, and dare I say, mighty results. Through practical, easy to apply strategies and tips, join me as we tackle new challenges, grow ourselves, and take our businesses to new heights. You ready? Let's jump right in. What is your superpower in your business? It's that special thing that makes you stand out, that you're incredible at, and that most importantly, you can use to your advantage. Knowing your own superpower can help you focus on your strengths and grow. Are you curious what your superpower is? I created a free 45 second quiz with fun targeted questions to help you learn yours. Head to kalinastormer.com backslash superpower to take the quiz and get to rocking that unique strength of yours in your biz. That's kalinastormer.com backslash superpower. Hello and welcome to the Small But Mighty podcast. My name is Kalina and I'm just so thrilled that you're here. I am so happy um, to have you as we chat about all things business and marketing and mindset and life and all the things in between. So today's topic, I am really interested to chat with you about because it's something that a lot of us have faced um, in our day-to-day, definitely on, uh, you know, in our business journey and especially in kind of the day and age that we live in. So super excited to dive into that today. Before we do, I just wanted to mention if you need any additional support. I love this podcast. I love, you know, that we get this time together to just chat about these different things. And if you need just a little bit more support or you like to read things and kind of see them, you know, in front of you, I'm like that too. So I totally understand. Uh, You can visit my website. I've got tons of free content, blog posts, show notes for the podcast, and a whole freebie library that has targeted uh, freebies just based on what it is that you're needing around growing your business, mindset, marketing, whatever it is that you're needing, the freebie library, uh, you can access that to see if there's something there that could help to support you. So that is at kalinastormer.com. So I just wanted to throw that out there if you need any additional support, or like I said, you just like to read or to see, you know, words in front of you on your screen. So definitely feel free to check that out. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in. So again, like I mentioned, this is something that we've all come up against what we're talking about today. It is pretty rampant, especially in today's social media age. So we're going to chat about how to navigate comparisonitis and what that looks like. So have you felt comparisonitis before? Maybe you're like, yes, or you're like, wait, what are you talking about? So this is a trap that is so, so, so easy for us to fall into. And most of us have from time to time. And some studies have suggested that as much as 10% 
of our day-to-day thoughts deal with comparisons, with comparing ourselves to others. So it's totally not abnormal if you feel like you are constantly comparing yourself to those around you. But what exactly is comparisonitis? And how can it creep into our day-to-day lives and affect us? So comparisonitis takes over when we are comparing ourselves negatively to those around us. And that in turn, it leaves us feeling inadequate, unworthy, and less than, which is simply not true. But we can really get ourselves into this comparison spiral. And no one wants to feel inadequate or unworthy or less than. No one wants to feel like that, right? And in fact, other than it just feeling downright icky and gross to feel like that, it can actually, it can be completely paralyzing and self-defeating. It can really put us in an unproductive place. So when we are comparing ourselves to others in a negative way, it can actually keep us from taking action and living the lives that we not only want, but that we deserve to live. So especially in our social media age, this comparisonitis is running so rampant. I mean, it has never been easier to have a glimpse into someone else's life or what they're projecting, you know, or their business or their family or et cetera, whatever it is that we are seeing and that we wish that we had something similar. So let's talk about some ways that we can prepare ourselves for when that comparisonitis strikes and how we can work with ourselves to overcome it. So when you find yourself in this comparison spiral and you find yourself comparing uh, yourself to someone else and you're just feeling icky and less than and just not in a good headspace, here are five different things that you can try. So we're going to shift ourselves into a more positive place. First thing is to remind yourself that you're only seeing the highlight reel, right? And this has been talked about a lot, but it's still worth mentioning. It's still worth bringing up, especially in this social media age. When we are comparing ourselves to others on social media, it's just one of the most common places that it can creep in, that this comparisonitis can kind of rear its ugly head. Uh, It's just so important to remember that what people are putting out on social media is a highlight reel. It is only a small, small fragment of their life. They are sharing tiny, tiny moments in their day-to-day. And typically, these are good moments. These are happy things. These are beautiful, curated things. It's only showing a snippet of what's actually going on in their lives. And that's great. Like, we appreciate seeing these things, but sometimes it can, when we allow it to get to us, we can make it allow it to let us feel less than or that we want what that person has, but just reframe it and understand that social media content is literally curated and crafted to look ideal. I can't tell you how many pictures I've taken where I have shoved the mess to the sides of the room and taken this one cute little photo. And in reality, there's heaps of mess just outside of the, that little square that you see posted that has a filter on it and looks beautiful. You know, we've all done that. So when you're looking at someone and you notice yourself thinking that their life or their business or their whole everything is just so much better than yours, it's time for your own reality check. So just remember that this is curated. This is their highlight reel of their content and it's not actually representative of their real life. That person is on the other side of a screen and they are human and they are dealing with their own struggles and their own hardships and their own things that they're up against just like you and just like everyone else. So whenever you are feeling that comparisonitis, especially on social media, just remember 
and remind yourself that you're only seeing snippets of someone's life and you're only seeing the highlight reel, okay? So that's first. The second thing you can do when you're feeling comparisonitis creep in is to incorporate a daily gratitude practice. And now this can be a complete game changer when you find yourself in a cycle of comparison. And it's really easy to do to develop this gratitude practice. So, you know, we all can fall into that trap of comparing what we have or what we don't have to what we see others enjoying or having, right? And you know what? Again, that is completely normal and it's human nature. So don't beat yourself up over it. But when we are focused on what others have and we're starting to allow that to make us feel like we're somehow less than them, right? It just puts us again in that really unproductive and unhelpful space. So when you're feeling that comparison is creeping in, we're going to pick up our gratitude practice. And it can be super simple. It can be as simple as focusing on three things that you're grateful for in your life in the morning and at night. So like right when you wake up, And right before you go to bed. And a great way to help you implement this is to have a journal by your bed. And in the morning, first thing when you wake up, just jot down three things that you're just feeling grateful for as you wake up. And again, right before bed, writing down those three things. And it can be extremely simple. These don't have to be crazy big things that you're grateful for. In fact, if you're struggling to find things that you're grateful for, just focus on something really, really simple. I mean, it could even be your for <laughs> something like your ability to smell that freshly cut grass or that you enjoyed your breakfast that morning. It doesn't have to be anything wild or crazy. Um, if you do have big things that you're feeling grateful for, definitely appreciate those too. But, you know, it doesn't have to be anything wild or big. It's really just about, you know, what we focus on expands. So we're really just going to try and turn that back to turn the narrative back on ourselves and look to what we appreciate in our own lives versus focusing on what we see others having, because there's so much right immediately around us that we can focus on and uh, be grateful for. So that's the second thing to incorporate a daily gratitude practice. Third thing that you can do when comparisonitis creeps in is to allow the person who you are comparing yourself to, allow them to show you what's possible for you. This is a super powerful mindset reframe. So I'm going to get into what I mean by that because at first it can sound a little uh, confusing. So when we're comparing ourselves to someone else, we can sometimes find ourselves feeling a little envious of them, right? And again, that's normal. We can feel like they have something that we want. And because of that, we're less than, we're inadequate. But I want to reframe this for you a little bit. When we're seeing that someone else has something that we want, this actually offers a powerful opportunity for a reframe. So we can let this person who we're viewing as superior, who has something that we want, to show us what is actually possible for us. So for example, maybe they have a seemingly very high self-confidence and we wish that we had that. Well, then that's showing us what's important. We're going to focus our attention on building our confidence then. This person is literally showing us that that is something that we value and that we can grow in ourselves. We can grow that trait in ourselves with focused attention. So another example is, you know, maybe they have financial freedom because they started their own business and you're just getting your side hustle started. 
and you see what they have and you're just feeling super envious that they already have this business built, that they already have all this financial freedom while you're just getting started. But instead, look at them as an inspiration of what's possible for you. Because if they could do it, why not you? So whenever we see something in someone else that we want for ourselves, it is only our brain's way of saying, this is important to you. Your brain has literally value tagged that as something that is important to you. You recognize that it's something that you want. So if that person has something that you're desiring and you're recognizing that, that only means that it is very possible for you to have the same thing. You've recognized that it's important to you. Use them as an inspiration, right? Envy can be a really, really powerful and good thing when used appropriately. So we're going to switch our mindset here And instead of comparing ourselves to them and feeling less than, we are going to use them as an inspiration, as something to aspire to. Okay, so that is the third step. Fourth, use your comparisons as guideposts to get clear on exactly what it is that you want. So when comparisonitis strikes, it can give us a great opportunity to decide what it is that we really want and to get really clear and ask ourselves why. So asking yourself, you know, what is it about this person who I'm comparing myself to that I want? What is it really that I want? So for example, maybe they have a big Instagram following and you catch yourself, you're just saying, oh, I wish I had that. I wish I had a huge following. Well, why do you want that? What have you perceived is valuable about that? What is it about having a big following that you are seeing as desirable, as valuable? Maybe it's that they earn money from it and that their life seems glamorous and fun as an influencer. Or maybe it's that their business seems to sell a ton because of their large and engaged following. So with those two examples, the under underside of that, underneath both of those, if you ask yourself why, is a want for earning more money while having fun do it. So it's not necessarily about the followers. It's what you, that core want. You want to earn more and have a little more freedom while having fun. So here you're just able to get really clear on what it is that you want and how you want to feel. So instead of just seeing that as more followers, you've learned of that core want that you really want to have more money and have fun while earning more, right? So now you have that clarity. You have been able to use that comparison to get really clear on what you want. And now you can start to take aligned action and aligned steps to begin to create the life that you want by doing just that. So that's number four. Last number, number five, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 25. It is so easy to look at someone who seems like they're so much further ahead than you and to feel discouraged and to let that feel defeating or to feel like you can't, you know, put out the same amount of work or the same amount of content or the same quality of work that they're doing, you know, and this really creeps in as a business owner. I can so relate because I have fallen prey to this many times, (laughs) which is why I included it in here. It's really important to check our perspective when comparisonitis comes up in this case. Some of the other business owners or people that we see and look up to online have huge teams that are supporting them. Or, you know, they might have invested years and years that you're not even seeing into growing this project, right? You just never know what someone else's behind the scenes really looks like. So, 
appreciate your own journey and trust that you are exactly where you need to be right now to learn the best lessons for your growth. You are exactly where you're supposed to be and you don't have to compare yourself to someone else's chapter if it's a little bit further along than you. And you don't know the full story of what's going on behind the scenes. So do what you can, take action where you can, Get inspiration, but don't allow it to hold yourself back by comparing yourself to someone who might look like they're a bit further along than you. Trust that you're right where you need to be. All right? So comparing yourself to others, it's completely normal, guys. But when it starts to affect you in a negative way, when it starts to hold you back, it is time to step up, step in and intervene with yourself. So to recap, The five different things that you can do when comparisonitis is striking to help to support yourself are, first, remind yourself that you're uh, usually only seeing a highlight reel, and this is especially important and relevant on social media. Second, incorporate a daily gratitude practice. This is great to do with a journal uh, in the morning and at night. Third is to allow your comparisons to show you what's possible and to use that as an inspiration. Fourth is to use your comparisons to get very clear on exactly what it is that you want. What is that motivating why underneath the surface? And five, remember to not compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 25. Always keep it into perspective for yourself. So when you're finding yourself in that comparison spiral, I want you to congratulate yourself for catching it. When you're starting to notice that you're doing it, that's huge. That self-awareness is so powerful and it's such an amazing first step and that deserves to be recognized. So give yourself credit when you catch yourself comparing yourself to someone else and you catch yourself starting to feel those feelings. That's amazing. You, you're already changing that pattern. So once you've realized that your comparisonitis is starting to creep in, then you can try one or more of the things that we talked about today. Just pick whatever resonates most with you, whatever feels the best to you. And by applying that, it's going to help you to shift into a more productive and positive headspace. And from that place, you can take aligned action towards your goals instead of allowing comparisonitis to keep you small, to keep you stuck, and to keep yourself holding yourself back. You can take aligned action from a more empowered and positive place by applying some of these tools and steps. All right, guys, that is it for today. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you have a friend or a family member or someone who comes to mind who you feel like this could help or who would resonate with this episode, please feel free to go ahead and send it along to them. And if you loved what you heard, uh, please consider leaving a review. It just helps me to continue to bring you episodes like this one. All right. Thank you again for being here. I hope that you have an amazing and beautiful rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.